Hey guys, so we're getting to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. It's again a podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow, where we try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can as we continue to serve our Lord. Then you guys can find the podcast on YouTube and also anywhere you can get your podcast. And we're so thankful that you guys are here and that you guys are with us today. Again, you can find the podcast anywhere. We're thankful that you guys are here. Also, check out the merch. So we got some new women stuff out there, which we're thankful for that for some of the girls here that helped design that. So check that out on the merch store. And if you want to support the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash when scriptures become real. Just press that support button. And we just we're just so appreciative of what you guys have already done for us. And we're just so thankful. All right. So excited to be back here in the studio with you guys as we're studying, as we're growing. So this topic. I can't wait to do this one. <laughs> this is going to be a, a really good one. I really like this topic. And I think as we study this, I, I hope that you'll be able to understand uh, through the study of, of where we're going here. And hopefully this can help you and encourage you as well. So the title is, Lord, am I the problem? Am I insane? <laughs> okay. Lord, am I the problem? Am I the one that's insane? So... Here's how we're going to intro this one. So you might be this person, which if that's the case, you'll understand what I'm talking about. And on the other side of things, you may know somebody like this, which if that's the case, you'll understand what I'm talking about. So on both fronts, you'll understand what we're about to describe here as we're studying and as we're building here together on this podcast. So do you know someone that they are, they are kind, they they are nice. They're they're um, they're not hard to get along with. Um, they're genuinely good person, right? Good guy, genuinely good girl, good person, good people, right? And so there's nothing wrong about them. There's nothing bad or inherently wrong with them, but there's something about them that you can't explain, right? And, and this thing that you can't explain about this person or about these people that you know, it's almost like there's this aura about them. They emit something different than everyone else that you know emits. And it's not it's not different because of their looks or because of their muscle or because of what they provide or because of their money. It has nothing to do with any of that stuff. They're just, they are different. He is he is different. She is different. There, I, there's something different about them, right? And it's almost like this difference that's about this person that you know or these people that you know, this difference, it's so, I guess, noticeable is the best word I can come up with right now. It's so noticeable that it almost scares you because they're different somehow, but you can't, you can't pinpoint why they're different, though. Does that make sense? Do y'all know somebody like that? And it, and it's almost like there's a fear of them. There, there's a fear because they are different than I am. There's a fear because th- they are doing something that I'm not doing. They they have something that I don't have. And there's, there's almost this, and it's not like you can't get along with this person. It's not like you can't get along with these people. They're kind, right? So it's not like you can't get along with them. But it's almost like, but I just can't be them, though. Like, I just, I can't. Does that make sense? So now, as we study this, and as I thought about this topic of, Lord, am I, am I, am I the problem? Am I the one that's insane? You know, I thought about men and and women in Scripture. You know, I thought about, 
um, you know, Job, you know, you think about Daniel, you think about Abram, you know, you think about uh, David. I mean, we can go on and on and on in the Old Testament. And I thought about things from that perspective of what we described our intro as. And as I thought about it, it's almost like there's there's something different about those men and women in Scripture. And what is that? And here's where we're going with our with our podcast is it's their faith that makes them different. It's it's not about they've done something more than you've done. It's not like they're more of a superhuman than you are. It's not like they have more resources than you do. It's not like they have better situations than you do. It, it's just the reason why they're different is regardless of what is happening in their life and what has happened and regardless of who they are, they're living by faith. That's the or that scares you, that scares us, is that they live by faith. And people that live by faith, they emit something different. They just do, and that kind of scares other people, and that scares me, right? That scares us because, man, they're different. He's There's something about him. There's just something about him. There's something about her. She, they're different because they walk by faith. So I want to I want to understand and kind of go through that topic of of am I insane? Am I the problem? But I want to think about things from their perspective that live that way, right? I want to think about things from their perspective. So from the perspective of a Joseph, from the perspective of a Job, from a Jesus, from a David, from a Ruth, from an Esther, from I mean, just keep going and going and going. Rahab, I mean, just keep going and going and going. I want to see things from their mindset now. The description that we gave before, that's us on the outside looking in. But let's flip it and let's look at it from that person that walks by faith. Let's look at it from their perspective. So this is what we see, right, from those that walk by faith. This is this is how we see them. They're nice. They're easy to get along with. But there's something about them that kind of scares me, right? There's something about her that it's just it's scary because they walk different. So now let's look at it from their perspective. So you walk by faith. You're not anything different. You're, you're not special. But it's, it's almost like you know that others are afraid of you for some reason, if you're this person, right? You know people are afraid of you. And it's not because of anything else. It's, it's because of how you follow God. And it's almost like now, because of how you follow God, and you understanding there's some type of there's some type of repellent you give off. You know, there's some type of barrier that's around you. There's some type of invisible wall to where you're nice, right? You're you're good, but there's just I'm there's something. You know what I mean? There's something about you that that kind of you and you know that about yourself. You know that you give that off. And so now from from that perspective, it's almost like, what am I doing wrong? You know, am, am I the one that's crazy? What, what's, what's going on? So then you, these thoughts of I don't want to be different from everybody comes into play. Then these thoughts of maybe I should slack off a little bit. Why, why, am, I, why am I trying to really walk by faith this hard? Where has walking by faith really gotten me? Where has it gotten you? So now you start to question because you understand this this something that you give off. Now you're like, I don't want to give that off anymore. I don't want to be this repellent. I don't want people to be afraid of me because of how I walk or how I'm trying to walk. 
you're not perfect. They're not perfect, but there's you understand that though. Like you understand that about yourself. So, you know, I saw a video just as we kind of introduce this a little bit more before we really, uh, you know, move the conversation. I saw a video of a, um, I don't know how long ago this was, but there was a video of a, of a soldier and this soldier um, was holding an interview on the battlefield, you know, with an American journalist. And on the video, you could see, um, you know, grenades going off. You can hear gunshots. You can hear yelling. But this guy was just as calm as can be because he just got used to this, right? And so he's talking to this journalist, and as he's talking with the journalist, um, he's saying, look, I'm tired of this. The soldier said, look, I'm, I'm tired of always having to be on guard. I'm tired of always having to live this way. I'm tired of, and then a, and then a grenade went off, boom, right? And he looks back and flinches to make sure it's, it's, it's not too close. And then he looks back at the reporter and says, I'm tired of that too. Like I'm just tired of fighting. You know, I'm just tired. And he literally told the reporter, he said, man, I just want to be normal. I just want to be a normal person. Like, I don't want to be this person. Now what I'm doing, what would everybody else say? You're valiant. You know, you're, 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 you're a hero. You know, you're, you're protecting, you're doing something honorable. Everybody else says that, but that person that's valiant, protecting, honorable, all this stuff, what's he saying? Like, I don't want to do this I just want to be normal. Sometimes, you know, when you walk by faith and you have these thoughts of, are you the problem? You have these thoughts of, am I the one that's actually crazy? Why am I trying to really live this way? Why am I really trying to be, you know, what the script, why am I, why am I doing this? Sometimes the thoughts in your mind as a young man, as a young woman, um, sometimes the thoughts can creep into your mind you know what, man, I, I just think this is not really worth it. Um, I'm just kind of tired of admitting this thing that I'm admitting to other people. And um, I think I just want to be normal. You know, I, I think I don't want to be a bad person. I don't want to be a bad Christian. You know, I don't want to not be a Christian anymore. I just don't want to be that Christian. I just I don't want to be I just want to be normal because I'm tired of admitting this thing that I'm admitting to where people, there's this fear about me. There's, there's this fear about you. Does that make sense? So this is where we're going with it. So, you know, I think about here's the process before we really get into it. As we study this, um, there's three phases to, uh, to this faith that we're talking about. So there's the front end of faith. There's the middle end of it. And there's the back end. Okay. So there's the front end, there's the middle end, and there's the back end. So it's difficult on all three fronts. And we're going to understand why it's difficult. So again, we just want to give some encouragement to those that are trying to walk by faith to understand what you're doing is actually important and you're actually not insane as you think you are. And then there's those who are not walking by faith. We want to encourage you those that you are afraid of, they're actually not that much different. They actually aren't different. They're just trying to live by faith. And maybe that's something that all of us should be doing anyway. Okay? So now, the front end. Why is the front end of faith difficult? Because it requires a sacrifice. Okay? That's why the front end is hard. So, Lord, am I the problem? Am I the one that's insane? 
So now you think about this. Think about Noah. So remember the climate there. Everyone else in the world had been wicked up to that point. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. So now as Noah finds grace in the eyes of the Lord, he's told to build an ark, specific details of how to build the ark. We actually went to go visit the ark, and you went to go see that thing. I think it's huge, right? But And when you look at how specific it was, it was built for heavy participate, precip- precipitation. <laughs> it was built for that. It was built for flooding, right? It was built for those things. But now think about the climate as well. Think about the climate of the earth. So the climate of the earth, Genesis chapter 2, right, verse 5, and every plant of the field before it was in the earth and every herb of the field before it grew, the Lord had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground. Understand, this was before Adam. Verse 6, but there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. So up to this point, what had the earth not seen? The earth had not seen rain. So now I'm building something that the Lord is telling me is coming, but I haven't seen it. No one else living has seen it. So I'm preparing as if I have seen it. Do you see how a person like that can, can seem insane to other people? Why are you preparing for something that you haven't seen, that no one else has seen, but God is telling you that you've that it's coming? Why? What are you doing? So now on the front end, there's a sacrifice. You know, I think about Genesis chapter 22. You know, think about Abram. How long had Abram waited for Isaac? 25 years. So now Isaac is born, Genesis 22, verses what, 1 through 4, I want you to sacrifice, go to the Mount Moriah and sacrifice your only son whom you love. So why is faith, why is faith so difficult? Because sometimes, guys, when you walk by faith, that thing that that you know that you admit or others that you know, that thing that they admit, they're willing to sacrifice. That's one little piece of them that makes them different from everybody else, even from brethren. That's what makes them different is because that person even though they hurt, even though they don't understand, even though they don't want to, even though it doesn't make sense, that person is willing to sacrifice. That's why faith is hard on the front end. Because when you walk by faith, when you sacrifice in most situations where most would not sacrifice, that's a piece of you that makes you look insane to everybody, makes you look crazy. So again, So think about the sacrifice. You know, I heard a quote that said, everybody thinks you're crazy until it rains. So now the Lord has always wanted us to prep, but before the prep, he's always wanted us to be willing to sacrifice. So now after this is happening, you think about the insanity. You know, I think about men and women in scripture, obviously Abram, obviously Noah, you know, David, all these guys, you can keep going and going, but Am I the problem? Am I the one that's insane? Here's the thing, guys. When you walk by faith and not by sight, it makes you look like you don't know what you're doing. Also, when you walk by faith and not by sight, sometimes it makes you look like you don't know what you want. And then when you walk by faith and not by sight, it makes you look like you're not a dependable person. Because how are you walking? 
you're not walking by what you see. You're walking by what you don't see. Guess what that takes? It takes faith and trust to walk that way. So, and again, this is this is why those that walk that way seem insane. Why would you give that up? Are you crazy? Why would you why would you go that why would you give that up? Why would you make that decision? Why would you do this? Why would you do that? See, all these things happen because walking by faith on the front end of things, walking by faith requires a sacrifice. And sometimes others are not willing to make the sacrifice that you are willing to make and that others that you know are willing to make. So now, you know, I think about obviously from Genesis 22 with him having to sacrifice his son. You know, many times what we can do is we can twist the narrative a little bit. So wait a second. Why would you sacrifice him? So if you would sacrifice your only son, well, I guess the God that you serve isn't isn't really a great God. So now you see how it's easy for those that walk by faith. It's easy for, for those to get discouraged because the majority is telling them that they're crazy. Here's the thing, young men, young women, as you guys are listening, and just men and women in general, but the earlier that you start your faith, the better. Um, <laughs> faith has been um, the hardest journey I've ever taken. And I think it's the hardest journey that I ever will take and any man or woman can ever take. Because on the journey of faith, there's things that you will not understand. <clears throat> on the journey of faith, um, there's things that won't make sense. On the journey of faith, there's things that you can't do. On the journey of faith, quite frankly, sometimes you will you will be seen as the villain. The narrative will change about you. Um, and sometimes when you exercise faith, you will honestly be left with no answers. And then knowing that, you'll sit there and you'll question, are you doing what's right? Are you the one that's actually the problem? Are you the one that's actually insane? So now the multiverse of thoughts go in your mind. Now you're questioning yourself. You're questioning your, your current decisions. You're questioning who you are. You're questioning all these things because you don't understand. So now this is why we talk about, Lord, am I insane? <laughs> like, is it me? Like, am I the, am I the one that's the, is it me? You know? And so you think about these men and women of faith, you know, and, I'm teaching a how to study class here. And, and as we talk about this, one part of study that's very important is the emotional component. And the emotional component is you have to, there's things in scripture that you will never face. But just because you never faced it doesn't mean that you cannot sympathize and empathize and have compassion because of somebody else that went through it. So, you know, you think about, you think about a Joseph, and this is the example that I used in class. You think about a Joseph, and you think about what Joseph went through, all those things. But the thing about Joseph, it was a little bit different than Job, and we'll look at Job in a second. But Job went through his things. It happened instantaneously. With Joseph, it was 17 years worth of constant struggle and constant, constant misfortune for years. 
So now if you're Joseph, understanding that you and I probably won't go through what Joseph went through, the emotional component of it is I think about <coughs> I think about the jail years. I think about being thrown in the pit days. You know, I think about be, the being forgotten years. I think about all those things about him. And it's almost like I know that I would have thought as I'm sitting in jail and working and doing whatever I was supposed to be doing in jail, I would have been sitting there like Joseph, but my mind, because the text doesn't indicate, but in my mind, I would have thought this question of our podcast today. I would have thought God isn't me. Because remember, this isn't this isn't misfortune once every two years. <clears throat> this isn't misfortune, you know, once a year, maybe twice a year if you're lucky. This is constant misfortune. And you're always at the root of it. So I would have thought, I think it's, I'm insane. Why, why, I had to have done something. Because things like this don't just happen. So now sometimes when you walk by faith and not by sight, sometimes guys where Satan wants you to go is he wants you to believe that you're actually the issue. So when you start believing that you're actually the issue, guess how you're going to stop walking? You're going to stop walking by faith. That's why walking by faith, in a sense, in a sense, Satan can use that. Okay, you want to walk by faith? That's fine. Okay, you want you want to be, you know, and it's not like you're trying to stand out, but when you walk by faith, naturally, just the nature of faith, you're going to stand out if you walk by faith and not by sight. You'll stand out among the world and you'll stand out among your brethren. Why? Because you're going to do things that everyone else probably won't be able to do at this moment or at this time. Not saying that they can't, but you're willing to do that. So now naturally Satan will say, you want to walk by faith? That's cool. You can walk by faith. You can walk by faith and not by sight. But you know, in the process of this, I want you to question your belief in God. Job chapter one. In this process of this, I want you to listen to what everybody else is saying. In the process of this, I want you to see how the narrative changes about you. In the process of this, I want you to be alone, 1 Kings 19, like Elijah. That So now you can walk by faith. That's fine. That's your decision. But I can use that too. Because I want to convince you as you're walking by faith that you should not walk by faith. That actually, Jordan, actually put your name there. Because you don't want to be different from everybody, right? You don't want to emit this scary thing about you that no one, so you don't want to do that anymore, right? So if you don't want to do that, instead of walking by faith, you know what you should probably start doing? You should start walking by sight. You don't have to be a bad person to walk by sight, Jordan. Put your name there. You don't have to be a terrible person. You don't have to be evil. You don't have to be living a riotous life. You don't even have to be a bad Christian, Jordan, to walk by sight. You don't even have to be that. But guess what I don't want you to do, though? I don't want you to be different, and I don't actually want you to walk by faith. You see how slick Satan is, guys? I mean, it's it's a slick move. It's a slick move. So that's why on the front end, am I the problem? Am I the one that's actually insane? On the front end, that's why, because there requires a sacrifice by walking with faith. Remember even what Jesus said, you have to count the cost. Jesus said, if a man does not deny himself, he cannot. Jesus himself, he cannot. 
be my disciple. So there requires a sacrifice in order to truly walk by faith. But then number two, as we're conversating and as we're going through this, um, the front end of faith is difficult. But here's the middle, and I think the middle gets harder. It it progressively, and y'all know you will notice this, guys, it will progressively get harder. So now, okay, you've sacrificed what you've sacrificed, so you're walking by faith. But then after you've sacrificed it, whatever it is, then you're going to have to start working in the middle. Now, the middle is the difficult part. The middle is the time part. So you know how Abram waited 25 years? Joseph waited, what, 15, 17 years, right? All these things have happened. Moses, right, waited 40. I mean, we can, we can go on and on and on about waiting. So the middle, <coughs> the middle is actually the waiting part. So the front end is the sacrifice. The middle is the waiting in the building. So now, for we walk by faith and not by sight. So after you sacrifice, then what happens? So think about Joseph. After Joseph is sold and he's actually in Egypt, there's a period of time where he has to build his faith. And as he's building his faith, do things get easier? Things actually get harder. So when you walk by faith, this is what makes it difficult. Is sometimes walking by faith leads to a hotter fire. So think about this. Go to go to Daniel. Go to Daniel real quick. Because I want to I want to um, I want you guys to check this out. Um, man, I mean, this is when you talk about faith and when you talk about how difficult it can be. This is literally the. I think this is one of the m- most perfect examples of how this looks in our lives. So Daniel, um, Daniel chapter three, and I want you to notice, I want you to notice verse number, uh, verse number 18. So remember, remember when the idol was built, right? And the great image of gold was built. Obviously Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego didn't bow down to that idol when they were commanded to. So then what is that? What is that on their part? a sacrifice. But what did everybody else do? You know what? Let me tie my shoe real quick. <laughs> you know, every, everybody else went down. So now as everybody's down, they stand up. What is that? Walking by faith, not by sight. So what were these three men, what were they willing to do? I'm willing to sacrifice. So then they're building. And as they're building, notice how things get progressively harder. So the sacrifice, do you think God was pleased with them at this moment? Absolutely he was. But then the test doesn't stop after after step one. So watch verse 18. <clears throat> All right. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Let's stop right there real quick. There's, there's a golden nugget there. You know, after you sacrifice... The reason why you feel insane and the reason why you feel like you're the problem, what did Nebuchadnezzar, what did his visage or his facial or his his emotions, what did they do towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? It changed. Why did it change? 
because they were willing to sacrifice and they were willing to walk by faith. You know why you feel insane? Do you know why you feel like you're the problem? Because those around you, when you're willing to sacrifice and walk by faith, their opinions, their emotions, and all that changes about you. It changes. At first, you were just a nice guy. You were just a nice girl. But now they see the way that you actually live and what it takes to live that way. Then what changes? The visage. Mm. That's a gold nugget, Dennis. <laughs> Dennis Dennis brought up these gold nuggets last time. So that was a gold nugget there. But let's keep going. So now their visage changes. So then, and they commanded after that, after all that happens, right? They commanded that the furnace one seven times more than it wouldn't be heated. And he commanded the most high mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them right into the fiery furnace. So wait a second. Not only do we cast you into the furnace, but we're going to make it seven times hotter. So now you sacrifice, but then in the middle is the building stage. And in the middle, this is where you're actually tested again. And sometimes the fire gets tougher and it gets harder and it gets more difficult. So these middle years. So I think about for Job, I think about those middle years were the months that his three friends somehow tried to convince that this is your fault. So, Job, are you saying that God is bad? Are you saying that God is not just? So you're saying that what he has brought down, you're trying to blame that on him? So it cannot be almighty God's fault why this is happening. You must have done something. So their theory changed multiple times, but the crux of all three of their theories about Job was that somehow you've done something because a good God could not have done this. So now you're going to have to spend months and months and possibly years building as the fire gets hotter. Can you withstand that with your faith? Can you withstand that? So now when, when you think about this, they made it seven times hotter the, so that the men that threw them in there burned. So now here's the thing about it, guys. Am I the one that's crazy? Am, am I the one that's insane? Many times the reason why, guys, sometimes you have this feeling, and y'all know what I'm, let's stop real quick. Y'all know what I'm, we don't know what I'm talking about because we understand, right? We know, we can see when others emit this, right? This, this can be clearly seen in people. Even today, somebody that lives this way can clearly be seen. Clearly, you can't miss it. So we understand what it takes and we understand what it looks like. But here's, here's, the, here's the part that's difficult. It's the Lord calls all of us to be like that. Now, here's my question to you that I ask in love and concern. What's stopping you from living like that, though? You know what I mean? What's stopping you from living that way? And again, that, that phrase of, am I the problem? Am I the one that's insane? Sometimes you feel that way, Christian, is because you feel like no one else understands what it's like to live like you are. And that, that can be tough. That can be tough. But now, 
this is why this is so important. Because on the front end of faith, there's a sacrifice. On the middle, those are your building gears where you have to build your faith. And as your faith is being built, you have to understand that this is something that's not, it doesn't come easy. Things get harder. Things get difficult. Things things become triple seven times hotter. Sometimes you're actually seen as, you're actually painted as the issue. All these things happen. But here's the thing about, here's why faith is so hard. And I want to, I want to try my best to describe this. A reason why having faith and living like this is so hard when all that stuff is happening on the outside, it's because with your faith, you have to walk in love though. That's why this is, this, that's why this is difficult. So think about this from this perspective. <clears throat> you think about David. What had David ever done that was wrong to Saul? Absolutely nothing. He actually helped him. But now Saul treated David as evil. So all these things are happening. He makes David go on the run. All these things are happening to David. And little by little, what Saul is doing to David is Saul is painting him as the villain. Saul is painting him as the problem and the issue. Saul makes him go on the run. So Saul is giving all these shots to David. But now David has an opportunity to end it. Saul's in the Saul's in the cave, and as he's in the cave, he cuts off a little bit of his cloak, but he doesn't kill him. And his men around him saying, literally, the Lord has provided you this moment to destroy him. But Saul says, I can't. That's the Lord's anointed. Here's why walking by faith is hard. Because when you walk by faith, and this is going into our third, this is a perfect segue to our third one. On the front end, it's hard because you sacrifice. On the middle, it's hard because you build. But then faith is hard on the back end. Because when you stick in the mud, when you do what's right, even when it's hard to do what's right, when you're painted as a villain, but anytime anybody needs something, you're there. You always help. You never attack. You never throw, you never go shot for shot. You never go blow for blow. You just don't do it. And you stick there and you stay there like Psalm chapter one says, I shall not be moved. And you walk the way God wants you to walk. God's going to bless men and women that walk that way. But sometimes it takes 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years for that man, that woman that walked that way to be blessed. So sometimes during that 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years, you're seen as the issue problem. You're seen as all these things. But during those years, you loved your enemies. During those years, you were meek. During those years, you walked um, another mile all the time. So now on the back end of faith, this is why faith is hard on the back end. Because sometimes when the Lord has taken care of you, sometimes pride can set in. Because with the others that viewed you a certain way, sometimes pride sets in now. Because sometimes those that viewed you as the villain, sometimes everyone else that viewed you as the issue or the problem, according to Psalm chapter 37, 
This is my favorite psalm of all time. According to Psalm chapter 37, notice what David, who we're talking about, notice what he said. Psalm chapter 37, verse number six. And he, talking about God, who wants you to walk by faith and not by sight. And he shall bring forth your righteousness. So wait a second. He will bring forth your righteousness. What is my righteousness? Having faith on the front end, willing to sacrifice. Having faith in the middle during those 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years. And then having faith on the back end, having humility when God helps me. God will help you and he will bring forth your decisions your righteousness, your sacrifices, the things that you're willing to give up, he will bring forth your righteousness as the light. What does that mean? So when you live this way, when you walk by faith and not by sight, when you keep walking even when you feel insane, when other people think that you're insane, when you keep walking that way and you keep walking by faith even though you don't understand and even though the fire gets hotter for you, When you keep walking that way, God will bring forth your righteousness every single decision that you made. He will bring it forth as the light. Here's the thing. When the light is shine, what is exposed? Darkness. So now he will bring forth your light, your righteousness as a light, and he will bring forth your judgment your decision-making when everybody else didn't understand what you were doing, he will bring forth your decision-making as the noonday can't be missed. Uh, I see why he did that. I didn't understand. It didn't make sense when he made that choice. It didn't make sense when she made that choice. I get it. Mm, I didn't see it then though. I get it. So now here's why, here's why faith is hard on the back end. Because when you walk by faith, Guess what you know for a fact? You know for a fact that the Lord is going to help you. And when he helps you, here's the the final test that the Lord has on your faith. I have helped you. I have taken care of you during those building years. I've taken care of you during your sacrifice years. But then during the years when I I bless you, during the years where I take care of you, Just like Joseph, those that persecuted you came back. Just like Job, those that said it was your fault, I want you to pray for them now. Just like Jesus, the people that crucified you, I want you to forgive them. Can you do it? That's why faith is hard on the back end. Because you know you spent the years, you put in the work, and you gave the sacrifices. But then on the back end, guess what you always have to be with it? You got to be humble. Matthew chapter 5, verse 3. Because if you're not humble when the Lord helps you, and then you lord over everyone else, the Lord's coming after you. So now I think about Joseph. And I've said this on previous podcasts before. Joseph literally could have been the worst villain in the Old Testament if he wanted to. I believe he could have because guess what? Guess what he had? He had time to think about his wrath. He had time. So here's the thing about it. 
as, as humans, sometimes when things happen in our lives, <clears throat> when we fester over it and when we sit and just think about it, it can turn you into a villain. It can turn you into a monster. It really can. And to be honest, it feels good. It, it does feel good because you have some type of, I can't explain it. You got some type of uh, fire and you have some type of rage in you that you're just like, if I ever get the chance, you know what I mean? That That's what you have. And it feels good. That's why everybody does it. <coughs> but think about it. Here's another part of the emotion of study. So think about how much time Joseph had to think. So he's in that pit. If I ever get out of here, then he that walk, that walk from there to Egypt, man, I'm telling you, if I ever have the chance, then those years in prison, I have time to think now because I'm literally in prison. Now I'm forgotten about for another two years. Guess what? That's more time to think and to let my heart get hard. Now I'm second in command. And guess who comes walking in my court? Those that put me in this position. Hmm. So now Joseph has a choice. Do I fill the desires of my own heart to satisfy my own vengeance towards those that actually put me where I'm at right now? Or because I understand that I couldn't have got here without God and because God showed mercy to me, do I show mercy to those who showed no mercy to me? You see why faith is hard on the back end? Because sometimes people will think you're insane. Why are you helping them when they did that to you? Why are you being kind to them when behind closed doors, they were killing you behind closed doors? Why why are you being nice to them? Why are you praying for them when, when they don't give a care in the world about you? Because God said so. Because that's that's walking by faith. And that's not walking by sight. So do you see why those people that we described at the beginning of the podcast who walk that way, that they emit some type of aura about them? There's something special about them. Not that they've put in more work, not that they're smarter, not... But just because they walk by faith, there's something about him. There's something about her. Why? They are the children of God. Guys, there's been times when you walk by faith. There's been times when I've tried to walk by faith that I failed, that I shouldn't have, you know, walked by sight. But, you know, you get up and you try. And you get up and try again. And walking by faith is not is not an easy thing to do. Sometimes walking by faith, you're going to have to fight what you want to do. Sometimes walking by faith, you're going to have to you're going to have to take losses. 
Sometimes walking by faith, you're going to have to be seen as the problem and the issue. Sometimes walking by faith, you're going to have to walk alone. And that's not something that I would want anyone to do. But if God wants you to walk through it like that, he's helping you to become somebody for something. He's, 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 he's literally grooming you for something. So now us on the back end seeing Joseph and all those things that he went through, Job, all those things that he went through, so on and so forth, they were literally being groomed for greatness. They were being groomed for greatness. So I encourage you guys and myself, let's keep walking by faith. Let's keep walking by faith and not by sight. And sometimes when you do walk by faith and not by sight, I think that's just kind of a part of it is sometimes you're going to you're going to scare some folks. Sometimes you're going to you're going to put off this repellent because of how you walk. Sometimes you're you're going to um you're going to want to be normal like everybody else. I think that's a part of it too. But as we build and as we grow and as we study Scripture is too consistent to not walk by faith because those that walk that way, you know, Matt brought up in our our sermon um, Sunday, I want to close with this, and we're going to do a podcast on this, so I guess you can count this as a teaser. Um, But Matt brought this up in Ephesians, and I want you guys to check this out. Go to um go to Ephesians chapter three. Ephesians chapter three and verse number twenty. This is this is powerful. And again, we're gonna go more in depth on this, I promise. But now unto him, unto him who wants us to walk how? By faith and not by sight. Now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Scripture is too consistent to not walk by faith. So are you willing to make the sacrifice to do what God wants you to do so that God can bless you more than you could ask or think. Think about Joseph. Think about it, guys. Just think. There is no way, no way that if I'm Joseph and all those things happen to me, that God makes me second in command of the most powerful nation alive above all that we ask or think. Now, this is this is not a this is not a prosperity to where okay if you if you walk by faith and God is always going to lift you up you know to 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 pieces of power to places of power that's not that's not that's not true and that's not consistent with scripture either but just think about that concept of above all that you could ask or think i don't even know what would be the best outcome i can't even think up the best outcome but i won't find that outcome out I won't find out what God can think up and I won't find up. I won't find out what God will do 
if I don't live by faith. So I got to live by faith to see what he can do. You got to live by faith to see what he can do. So sometimes you'll have to sacrifice, you know, a bunch of people. Sometimes you're going to have to sacrifice being normal. Sometimes you're going to have to sacrifice those things. But if God can do above all that we ask or think, those sacrifices, I promise you, are going to be worth it. I'm trying to find out what it is. I hope you want to find out with me. So you're not alone and you're not insane. You're just walking by faith. So keep walking that way. Now, I really hope that could help you as we study and as we talked. Um, I know it helped me. And this is something that we can do better and that we're all trying to do better together. So um, just continue to to uh, like the podcast, subscribe. We want you guys to be here, a part of what we're doing. Um, rep the merch so I mean, so we can help other people. We're just so thankful for you guys, man. And just uh, anytime you need help, let us know. And we want to be that source of encouragement for you. So, Lord willing, we will see you guys uh, next week, hopefully with the guests uh, on the podcast. So appreciate you guys. We'll see you guys then.